What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line or maybe even read stories with me or maybe you have a story you'd like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Welcome back to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Mark, and join me for the first time. We got Sublime Stone on the Discord. Welcome. Well, how you doing? Very good. Glad to have you on. Uh, we're sharing a story that you're writing today. Yes, sir. Uh, it's uh, it's something that I think is definitely a little bit different than what some people do. Uh, got it. I got the idea from listening to the Adeptus Ridiculous podcast. I know there's a lot of people in the Discord as well who listen to them as we had like a full conversation about it when I first started. Yeah. And I, I've I heard them the... described often as Lorehammer Light. It'll scratch that itch just enough to make you sleep at night. Um, in a way, yeah. I wish they like went in a little bit more detail, but I know they don't for re you know, because there's trying to go into detail with some of the some of the factions is very difficult yeah. if we're just gonna be honest about it. Yeah, well um, like just for like reference, when we were recording, like every hour of record time was typically four hours of prep of reading, writing yeah. notes, learning. Like it it's well, it's yeah, there's it takes a lot. Yeah. I and I respect that. So and it's I like I have a short attention span, so it's nice to have something a little bit condensed. Sure, sure, sure. As and well. Like, yeah. Um, so the story that you have written, I know just a couple key phrases about it. Uh, you're writing a story about uh, a White Scar successor chapter, and they have ties to Cormorah. Yes. Um, the faction itself is based in an abandoned in one of the abandoned spires of Kamora. As we all know, there's many sections of the city that's just been cut off and it's they're untouched. Yeah. So what better place to have that it's just hidden little little thing than one of those abandoned spires? Yeah, for sure. And like um there there's been tons of stories where the Imperium have actually raided Cormora before and like Salamander's yeah. White Scores have done they're, that. So maybe someone yeah, left that's... behind and 
Um, no, I mean, yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, but that's not kind of where this one's going. Um, sure. So the idea behind them is way back when, right after the heresy, when Jagatai was like, Haha, fuck off, I'm dipping, and just yeah. zoomed off into the webway chasing Eldar booty. <laughs> um, he came across Gamora, and he was like, you know, I think the Emperor would like this place. He set up a little, he set up the successor chapter himself, stayed there for about a hundred years or so, and then just jetted. He's okay, like, hey, cool. good luck, I'm out. Cool. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I'm trying to remember, Jagkatikan, he was one of the guys who was okay with the Codex Astartes, right, and breaking down chapters and stuff. I'm pretty sure. I can't remember about that one because I know a lot of the uh, Primarchs were very against it. Let's just do a real quick um, search, but I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm like 99% sure. So yeah, no, it, it's kind of a cool idea. Maybe I'll start reading and then we'll Yeah, so you can start reading it, ask questions whenever you uh, <laughs> want to. Yeah. Name. The Emperor's Scourge. Primarch. Jagkati Khan. Parent Chapter. White Scars. Fortress Monastery, Abandoned Spire in Cormorah, Creation Date, Unknown, Alignment, Loyalist slash Renegade. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, origin. Shortly after the Khan chased the Dark Elder into the webway, he found himself within Cormorah itself. There he stayed for around 100 years, freeing human slaves, building them into a force that could one day take the city for the Emperor Imperium of Man. He dubbed this new chapter of Marines the Emperor's Scourge. The battle brother of this chapter of Renegades spout gleaming white and purple battle plate and fight with viciousness that can even frighten the Drakari. They do not keep prisoners. They instead will take them, skinning them alive and leaving them around the city. Sometimes <laughs> they will blood eagle their, their prisoners, but they love filling their thoughts with molten, molten metal Gross. so that they... Yeah, throats. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> Love filling their yeah. throats with molten metal so that they drown as well as burn from the inside. <laughs> yeah, okay. Normal combat tactics for them include fast hit-and-run tactics so that they prefer uh, bikes and jet bikes. They also came out of the webway during the fall of Cadia, pulling four regiments of guardsmen to safety within their fortress monastery. Okay, that's neat. Yeah, yeah, we'll come back to that detail. <laughs> the Scourge also tend to be a much smaller chapter due to them recruiting from freed slave populations and with them being... And with that also being stated, their apothecaries work much more with flesh crafting and they have much smaller time window to have fully fledged space marines. Through these brothers, though these brothers detest the use of dreadnoughts, as in, as in duty, sorry, though these brothers detest the use of dreadnoughts, as in death duty continues in the scourge of chaos. Um, Secondary little uh, sister chapter I'm writing for them later on. Um, okay. Because I've like that little portion comes from a uh, like a headcanon I have from the uh, fucking uh, I can't remember what I just had the name of the chapter in my head. Uh the fucking like the the Ghost Rider fuckers. Um, oh, uh, Legion of the Damned. Legion of the Damned. Yeah, yeah. Because we have no idea where uh, Space Marine souls go when they die. So who says they wouldn't go to something similar to that? Sure. Yeah, for sure. Who who fucking knows? Well, just little headcanon I have that yeah, yeah. I may end up getting around to writing later. We'll see. Uh, 
Yeah, so your your oh. look is pretty compact, but it's fine. It's just like a little lexicanum entry. And there's enough details in here that kind of get my mind racing. Um, loyalist slash renegades. Let's kind of open that up here. Um, so so they were, the yeah. so the idea behind that is um, they're not technically known about within the Imperium because Jagatai he got no. The idea is he got no like nothing when he built these guys. He was just like, well, these guys are here now. Deuces. Yeah, um, he didn't then go back to the Imperium, file the proper paperwork. You no, know. so yeah. they're loyalists. Like, um, the Salamanders could come in, kill half their chapter, and they were just like, okay, cool. We don't care. We're, we don't fight for you. We fight for the Emperor himself. Hmm. So they're labeled as renegades simply because they also will use... Um, Drukari tech that they have scavenged because they don't yeah. have proper they don't have proper lines to get uh you know equipment so they have to use what they can yeah like uh I, when we were reading that uh they employ bikes and jet bikes and i was thinking man how does the jet bikes happen but yeah if they're like taking dark elder tech and kind of creating this pseudo hybrid jet bike creation and there's no mechanicum to say no they can't that's kind of cool nope. way to do it yeah but um, yeah, in return, they are then branded as renegades when other people see them rocking exactly splinter rifles. Yeah, because yeah, because I mean, think about it. If you're in their shoes, are you really gonna just like say, okay, well, our stuff's broken. Guess we don't have anything to work with. <laughs> guess, no, you're not I going. Guess we to. die. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna do that. You're gonna say because they also they don't follow the modern day variation of the Imperium. They follow the original teachings of, of the Emperor, which, yeah, in and, my in my things anywhere I've never seen the Emperor anywhere written. Now this could just be me being stupid and not having seen it yet, um, but I haven't seen anywhere where the Emperor specifically specifically stated, "No, we cannot trade with Xenos," because yeah, like sure he was xen been, xenophobic, but also there was still alliances during the Great Crusade. Yeah, even now, even now, there's. They employ Z the Mechanicum employ certain races. I can't remember which ones off the top of my head. Jacaro is uh, probably certain, the most prominent yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah, to help with their tech stuff. Yeah. So they but, they follow the original teachings. They don't they don't see the Emperor as a god. Yeah. They just a dude out there who's like, Yeah, we wanna he, we wanna help humanity. That's what they yeah. what they see him as. Yeah, so, and like it, since they've been pretty much isolated from the Imperium. Yeah, they might not even know of the current state of affairs that the Imperium is in and like the current uh, um, religious doctrine that they now follow and stuff. And then why would they even be inclined to follow it? But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, now, with that being said, I, I know you did read it in there that they they do not normally have over uh, proper authorities of numbers over 250. But when you're working with such a small pool of people, you know, you're not going to be able to get them numbers up. Yeah. And that that is an interesting one. Like, uh, I do like when people limit chapter numbers, especially if they're starting to use like Xenos tech or, you know, just kind of balance it out. But I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have batted an eye if it was a full chapter. There's billions of human slaves in Cormora. Like you would yeah. find now, people if you really want to, but it's fine either way, you know. But they, but when you work the way they do, it's kind of you know difficult because yeah. even in yeah. Gamora, they they're so with the, this is just I've writ, written this off everything I current I know of the lore. I'm still fairly new. I think I've only been within the hobby for about a year now. Okay. Um, 
so everything I've read, I've learned, um, the cabal cabal homes or uh like base settlement like bases or their spires or tend to be off limits for wars they don't tend to get hit and that yeah. kind of goes for them too as mm. with the way they've operated for so long the cabals kind of see them as a cabal as well sure yeah just they another power they cabal. have yeah they don't now they don't augment like they have drukari and normal eldar and the other races that the eldar will enslave that come to them for salvation they don't they don't kill these people but they don't augment them as space sure. marines but they'll yeah. give them a gun and say yeah you're gonna go in with the rest of the rank and file if you want to be here so you, if you see their their guard that they keep you know rushing into battle you'll see mixed with drukari dark El, you know dark eldar eldar you know votan everything that that would have been ta- taken by dark eldar may be in there running with them yeah because like they're... it's just so easy like you know you have all these slaves in the city and all these slaves don't want dark eldar allegiance so it'd be so easy to just like come on over here come on over to yeah, us <laughs> because like i'm gonna I, make I you fight in the gladiatorial the current state of the of 40k being like so just this zealotous racist thing it's strange because humanity is really the only one that's like that and even then if you look at it the fucking girly man's baby mama saved him from fucking death um <laughs> I don't like to count I, that as lore, but yes, you are right. <laughs> now I'm not a fan, as you can tell, I'm not a fan of the uh, of the blueberries, but <laughs> they have their place within within the armies. Um, I do respect some of their characters, um, and I will say, uh, and I'm taking this is a line I'm stealing straight from Adeptus. Um, once Gilliman got his ultra depression, he became a much better character. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like some um, kind of ground them and make them just. Relatable isn't quite the right word because you can't. No, these the primarchs will never be relatable. Yeah, um, but, but that's the, it's more conflict then. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that's kind of like where I've been coming from with this is looking at it less from a uh, like a space marine or a primarch perspective and looking at it from that perspective of the the struggle of trying mm-hmm. to survive in Kamora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, they very rarely march soldiers through the streets because you can't because yeah. of the different gangs that fly through the fucking air just lopping off heads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kamora is one of my favorite settings. It really is. It's fucking great. Uh, I don't know if you've heard the couple listener lore stories that have been said in Cormora, but fuck yeah, they do a great job of describing and just really, that's one of the most interesting places in all of 40k, I think. It really is. Yeah. Uh, because it, it really is. It's just a melting pot. You have yeah. everything there and the racism and everything just kind of goes out of the window because it becomes this thing of survival. Yeah, it's and, it's more about power and survival. Like, it doesn't matter what you believe. If you're powerful enough to enforce your belief on others, that's the rule of the day. If not, fuck yeah. you. That, exactly. Um, now, with that being said, uh, the as you had read, the, a lot of the, uh, the first apothecary for this chapter had uh kind of bro- taken a few battle brothers and broke into one of the uh homunculi like covens yeah. and was like pretty much like hey you train me on how to deal with this shit or you die yeah and sure, when- sure so that's so they work with flesh crafting in a similar way because when you have to when you don't have 20 30 years for you know to raise a space marine properly, yeah. you have to work with what you have. So their space marines tend to be a lot smaller. So mm-hmm. a guardsman's uh, your average guardsman's what, like six one, I think. 
Sure, sure. Let's so say your sure. average. Sure. Yeah. So your <laughs> average, uh, your average battle brother will sit between six five to seven foot. They're very small because they don't have time for all these things to happen. And well, since and they take so many uh, adult males, they also yeah. have this thing of you're you're. We don't have full, many full space marines. They have a lot of half breeds. As yeah, well. because yeah, you yeah. While there are infinite amount of slaves to recruit from, there probably aren't that many actually good children to recruit yeah. space from. Yeah, that would be and, kind of the hiccup of it, wouldn't it? And obviously, because of Jagatai having existed during the time of the heresy, he was like. Mm. So I know there's a lot of bad shit here. Guys, don't become Night Lords, please. <laughs> Which, I mean, in a way, they kind of have been. They kind of have. Um, <laughs> they're not attacking you, so they're fine. they're fine. When you're dealing with the with the Drukari, you have to be just this horrendous thing because the Drukari don't care. Yeah. Yeah, they and, only respect power. Yeah. And I know I've taken a little bit of... Uh, I've taken a little bit of inspiration, not from um, the uh, the Mongolians, as the as the chapter of White Scars did. I went a little bit from the side of the Huns, okay, tell, which tell, fought around tell. the same era. Which is like a brief little like, what is the difference and what does that actually mean? I can't tell what like like IRL. I personally don't know the big difference. Hmm. Um, I do know that one of the things is the uh, leader of the Huns. At the time when they were when they were like big and you know doing their shit, yeah, uh, I believe he was called the Scourge of Heaven, which Ooh. is kind of where the name from. Yeah, uh, and the one thing they did, they would pour molten metal down their down victims' throats and leave them there as like statues, just these horrendous things. Fuck. So it's, I was like, mm, okay, these guys yeah. fought around the same time. I don't want this to just be like a white scar clone. Let's sure, kinda, sure, you know. Thank you. That's mine now. Um, that's it, kind of where I was coming from with it. Because it's I almost wanted... like White Scars dialed up to that eleven of the Grim Darkness, where yeah, yes. yeah. instead of because just taking the this. heads of your enemies, you're taking their whole bodies and turning them into molten metal statues. That they leave like these people just with their skin dangling from their bodies alive, just through the streets, because the only way to scare a Drakari is to do what they do, but worse. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And even one thing I've done for them is thought of through is like the the human slaves, they their stories about these guys would have spread through the slave ranks fast, if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. So my idea through through that would have is that when they when they see that gleaming white because because it's they use the way of the white still because it uh Kamora is so dark. Like it's black everywhere. It's dark colors. So yeah. it's that thing of like you see that gleaming white streaking through. Sure. Yeah. And unnatural so, speed. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then you have, and then the human, these slaves are like they're they don't see him as a scourge. They see him as saviors. So yeah, they're the saviors of Kamora to the slaves. Yeah. It, it would almost even be cool to kind of maybe write in a little bit of a ghost aspect not like actually but just in the the mythos behind them like you know lots of slaves speak of the ghosts that might save them the gleaming white that uh, might come in the night to take them away from this place yeah and i know you um i know one thing that you that you got i seen your the like little bulbs in your eyes go light when you read that portion about cadia um yeah. 
So the K the the four regiments of Cadian Guard they have are they do have actively within their they're not really used for they're they're only used when they need to march on another spire. Sure. So they do a lot of guard they guard duty. The guard does guard duty. <laughs> uh, but the idea behind that was everybody was at the fall of Cadia. There's sure. hundreds of regiments that we don't know what happened to. Yeah. And logically you need uh you need numbers for your for a war like this because you're trying to take this thing for the emperor of mankind himself. Yeah. Yeah, no, because I think that's idea- a great way to pull in just like uh just a little bit of something another element, you know, yeah. Because if we're going to be honest, as soon as because we all know during the heresy when he when the emperor originally went back to Terra, he he was working on the webway project. So that way be, we could stop relying on warp travel, we could work on use work through the webway. Once yeah. they did that, they were going to do their damnedest to take Kamora anyway. So Jagatai do setting that up in my mind wasn't too far of a stretch. Yeah, no, I I think it fits perfectly. Like you took a Primarch, and normally I hate when people do motivations of Primarchs, but like you wrote it, like you know the story. He disappeared. We know he went into the webway. Like it fits that he could have found himself in Kamora. Like it just fits so perfect, and I really do appreciate yeah. that. Uh, you didn't just cram it down my throat. You didn't just force something crazy that couldn't happen. No, when I was when I was trying to think of this think of this idea, I was thinking of the of something of like. Could this have actually happened? Yeah. Would this could this have been in an actual book, writ, like an excerpt written by somebody and then just thrown yeah. away? Yeah. Because yeah. I I put unknown for what I did because I was I couldn't find a date for when he jetted off into the into the webway. Like I did my research and I couldn't find a date. Yeah. I mean yeah, I'm yeah. sure somebody else can, and I'm just dumb, but I couldn't find one no matter how hard I looked. Yeah, I don't know if they ever really said like maybe it was around 200 years after, but. We yeah, who fucking knows? It's like, it's hard to say because all the primarchs just up and went, boop, we're done, yeah. we're gone. Yeah, like so, it would have been ha- It would have had to be at least I think like when when did the codex get founded? It was pretty much a couple hundred years after the heresy. It was, was it was very fast. I I oh. think they were still rebuilding Terra when Gilliman wrote it. Okay, okay, yeah, it, it's a minor detail that doesn't really. Like, yeah, it it doesn't matter, but I wanted it, I still wanted it to make sense because yeah, yeah. What makes these stories is not the big stuff. It's the it's the minor details. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you, you said it perfectly. Me. Those throwaway throwaway lines that just like, well, I'm picking that up and I'm running with that one because I love that concept. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's what I was working with when I when I designed this chapter, and it was like I I, I won't lie, I thought of a lot of it while I was at work. You know, I'm <laughs> just sitting there through the aisles picking items for customers, and I was like, yeah, this would be fun to do. And yeah, then I kind of just. <laughs> on it as i was just chilling yeah um and, let's jump back to the apothecaries real quick if we can and the yeah. flesh crafting i was kind of thinking do what, what what's the success rate of these transformations is there any type of like space abomination that they create where it's like the process <sighs> failed and we have this monster but we're still going to use so it. um we're going to take a page out of a book that everybody hates, but they love. Uh, they sometimes will end up with uh, mute, with mutant space Marines. Cause a lot of, cause sometimes like with you being smaller, they have to work with other things. So they'll have space Marines that are running around with four arms. 
because they've had to give up extra arms because, you know, they don't have reflexes like everybody else, so they can't steer with one hand. Got to have two right. hands here. <laughs> hand, in a hand for your chainsword. Uh, yeah. but sometimes they'll end up with them where, like, when uh, the acid, the acid gland that lets them spit acid yeah. will malfunction and it'll melt the skin from their body, which then they have to be entombed in their armor permanently being fed mm. through MRE bags. It's kind of like uh like it's so similar to what they do to their enemies that it's funny that that also happens to them where they kind of burn themselves alive. <laughs> yes, because they're because these are their apothecaries, they don't have the same amount of train as um you know time with it as the homunculi did. But yeah. being as they have to work with their working with what they have, they're doing the best they can. Yeah. So it's, like, yeah, they don't have access to the gene vaults of Terra where it's like, okay, it's getting a little unstable. We need to call in some more gene seeds, some fresh gene. They don't have that. But because of where they're situated, remember, the warp doesn't really touch Kimura. So they don't yeah. have the same uh, mutation rates as other chapters either. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But because their mutations don't come from the gene seed mutating, it comes from the couple of apothecaries who decided, <laughs> you see Fabulous Bile over there? That would be like him. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So they got a couple of those floating around in there too. Hmm, interesting. That is cool. Matt, I just picture this army and there's a thousand different directions you can take it from having, you know, your Imperial Guard squad that is mixed aliens in there. You have a Drakari right next to your Imperial Guardsman. Uh, to these abomination space rooms with four arms. Like, yeah, very yeah, cool. Yeah, and it's... Like I said, when I was designing this army, I wanted it to be different. I Because everybody, like, from a lot of what I've seen, everybody kind of does the same thing. You know, oh, they're a successor of this, or oh, they have Chimera Gene Seed. No, yeah. it, none of that makes much sense. But in my mind as well, and ev- I'm going to get blasted in the fucking Discord for doing this, and I know yeah. I will. Um, <laughs> But you know what? Fuck you if you don't like it. Uh, my DM's <laughs> not open. Oh well. Uh, I do. Um, because of the way they work, they're also able to give certain augments to some of the females they rescue as well. But yeah, because we of have... how many half space marines we have, who says they could take one or two? They might not be able to take all of it, but oh, you have this chick next to you now who said, you know what? Fuck it. If it kills me, it kills me. And now she can spit acid at people. Yeah. Yeah, like, um, and I don't mind this because of this weird half middle ground space marine be- that you already have created, and because they're also not tied to the Imperium or the Mechanicus or any type of oversight. I can allow, I can get my mind around it because they're not actually space marines. They're like some no. pseudo half breed, which is fine. Yeah, and the amount of half breeds that they have, they have, like I said, when if it's different when you have an entire world to pull from that you can just like. If you can, you can be like space wolves and be like, Haha, yoink, a thousand people, you know, a thousand dudes. It's just like, well, we got chat, we got space marines. Yeah. And when you have like, when you can maybe on one run save 50 people and half of those are women, you're going to yeah. have to, what you can do. Yeah. You're going to start experimenting in a way that would piss off with. the Imperium. Yeah. Exactly. Very cool. Every thought through I've had about this chapter, I've run through of how would this work? Yeah. Why would work why wouldn't this work but at the same time due to all these things they have a much lower success rate which Mm. is another reason their chapter is not very large yeah yeah no i i like this um it's a very cool chapter idea just this kind of 
renegade chapter that is basically like a dark elder cabal at this point that is actively yes. trying to work against Kamora. It's it's a cool concept. Like they have they have space marines. So we all know that Kamora has their like they have their times where everybody just kind of gathers at the pits. Yeah. And they have like they have marines who are just who like some of the guardsmen go and watch. Sure. They go in full gear, but they go and watch too because why not? They're treated yeah. as a cabal here now. Yeah. They yeah, have and it's like if you mess with them, you mess with the cabal. So it's like, yeah, people kind of just exactly. They don't want so that they also game. have this thing of um it's very Karn because um Karn's one of my favorite characters, I won't lie. They have a couple Marines who have managed to go fully, like uh they've no, they're not Primaris because fuck Primaris. Um <laughs> They but they've managed to become full fledged space marines and they'll go fight. Yeah, because why not? It's a way yeah. to challenge themselves, get better at what they do. They could bring those that knowledge back to the chapter to train the new recruits, train the guardsmen. That it can help bring that combat to the chapter to help once again take Kamora for the Imperium. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so the right. question. So the question I have is, I think you've done a great job of creating a primary motivation for them. Like their primary motivation is take over Komora. Do they have like a secondary motivation that will take them outside of Komora and into the galaxy to interact with other aspects of it? At the moment, I haven't thought of anything, um, but I would like to, I would like to. Uh, because I think yeah. it'd be really interesting because of how the webway is. Yeah, Once yeah, they can they, pop up anywhere. Exactly. Like I could yeah. have them pop if if I really wanted to. Now I won't do this because this would be very fucking Mary Sue of me. I could straight have them just pop up in the Emperor's throne and be like, "What's going on?" And then just dip. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat. Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket. Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> yeah, it could be like that uh, of Trazen. The, uh, with, like, the, where they'd look away for just a second, look back. Trazen's just off running away with the emperor on his shoulder. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm not going to do that, but I could. Yeah. Um, I, but I like the idea that once I evolve their story a little bit, 
I'm thinking of having them start branching in like once they manage to build themselves into pro- full space marines again and get themselves built to a proper chapter. Yeah. Um, having them start out going out into the webway, looking for the black libraries, looking for the con, you know, just yeah, that was my suggestion. That... Was uh yeah, they go out into the galaxy to look for the con. Like it's it, it's simple. It's it's it doesn't take away from your main point of the chapter, but it is yeah, enough to get them out there. Because they're still at at their core, they're still there's they are still sons of Jagatai Khan. Yeah. They're still that is their prime mark. They want him to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Um Okay, I got one final question now that No, you're, you're good. I'm I'm good <laughs> to go as long as you want to, man. <laughs> Jake Caddy can. Um so you said he was there for a hundred years kind of developing this chapter. Yes. Would there would there be any Astartes left around in the current timeline that met him? Because also, yes, Samurai, like you... how much time shenanigans are there in that place? You know, I'm, gl- I'm glad you said that. Um, I'm actually going to be buying a model for him soon. Uh, their chapter master. Cool. Yeah. He was the chapter master originally appointed by the Khan himself. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Haven't come up with a name for him yet, but that he <laughs> he was the one. He was the first. He was originally a white scar he he was one of the few because i believe they a few of them followed him to like where so. the fuck are you going dad we we need you daddy um, don't go for smokes yes uh <laughs> so you know they followed him he, he was one of them so yeah, yeah. when he had this chapter set up and he was like look there's dark eldar booty i need they're out yeah. there on the webway too so you stay here take this place for us i'll be back yeah I'm no, planning to get one of the um it's not one of the dreadnought dreadnought models. Uh it's one of the models that's got like the space marine like a cockpit controlling what is it looks like a dreadnought. Sure, yeah, um, yeah. The Invictus. I can't here. remember the ex- Is that what those are called? Yeah. Yeah. Uh I'm planning on getting one of those for my chapter master. Okay, and I'm gonna put okay. like when I get like wheels, I'm gonna stick on like on the feet. <laughs> it, I'm gonna set it up to where like he can pop him down like fucking uh Heelys. <laughs> the roller derby <laughs> champion of all of Cormac. Yes. <laughs> um so yeah he he's been around for a good while and a lot cool. of the uh a lot of the apothecaries have as well but sure. because they've done a lot of the modifications to themselves that all uh, that the uh that like actual homunculi do to extend themselves yeah so they might wear their power armor helmets and their chests but they've got fucking eight legs you know a hundred <laughs> arm and mechadendrites and shit yeah. because it's just because they're because once you've been in that city for so long it's it's hard to keep your humanity. Yeah. No, it's that, the idea that, that I've gone sense. for with them. Especially yeah. because the Stardies are so much... Like, some have no humanity left. Yeah. But the White Scars <laughs> were some of the few who would put their life... They were very similar to the Sal- Salamanders. A, a White Scar would give their life for a single human life. It's the same way with the Salamanders. And I wanted to keep that, but at the same time kind of twist it. Because... The Khan would have taught that your life is only here to defend those slaves trapped in this city. Yeah, yeah. We free it for them. Yeah. And these thousands of years they've been here, their minds are going to be twisted and changed because it's that thing of how do you survive hell without becoming a demon? Yeah, no, exactly. And like, and then they're they're doing all the flesh crafting and stuff. So who knows how much that kind of can even. You know, are they flesh crafting brains to some degree to make them process things differently? Like, there's there's so many op- options with that, and uh, especially too since they they're a starty, so like their level of pain tolerance and the level of what you could actually do to them would 
that threshold yep. is so much greater than your standard human. You can really come up with some wild looking minis. Now, there. I will say this because of re- earlier something you said earlier about the fact that there have been many Astarte trips into into Kimura, the yep. Salamander, and all these other groups. They've interacted with them. Sure. These these small little sects of these chapters have interacted and worked with them, but yeah. they have been sworn to secrecy because if the Imperium finds out about them, they're going to wipe them off the map. Yeah, because these are not what humanity, what the ecclesiarchy, the the Inquisition, none of them views as human anymore. Yeah. Well, like, even, like, man, if the Emperor was around, like, and he seen one of these flesh abominations, what would he actually think? Mm. Like, yeah, they yes. might be able to justify it to themselves, but when... But if Big E comes, <laughs> comes crip walking in, he could be like, the fuck is that? Yeah, what the nope. fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> um, now, with that being said, they would, most of them, if they, if, if they see Big E walk in, Biggie could easily just like kill yourself. You are no longer human. Ninety percent of them will, because our emperor does not view us as what we should be. We have failed. Sure. Because they are loyal to a fault. That is their. That is one of their biggest problems. They have that loyalty to a fault. How would that play into like kind of the politics of being a cabal, where it's like? All the treachery involved and all the backstabbing and all that. Do they? They kind of just they're, they're, of... within themselves. They don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the thing of why would we? Yeah, we yeah. Might so like be loyalty viewed as a cabal to by them. Like, exactly. You know, you, you might they, be viewed as a cabal by the city, but we are not. We are Imperium. We are man. Yeah. Can they you really have... keep a promise to a filthy Xenos? Is there really such a thing? You know? So they will use a lot of the dark Eldar that come to them, yeah, as implants and spies into sure. the other. Couple. Um, they have a couple. I will even say this: they have a couple into the uh, fuck. What are they called? They're like the aspect warriors for the Drakari. Uh, Incubi. Uh, yes, they even have a few like in those little clusters too. Cool. Because they have all these people. They have these Xenos coming to them too, and they're like, "We, we, we need the help. We like we need the bodies, but we can't really have you, you know." in our shit so you're gonna do this yeah yeah so they have aspects of the raven guard with that too is they have certain of their marines who are straight like they don't wear their power armor they wear guard armor blacked out you know neophyte Mm. armor i think is the right is actually the right word uh so they were you know like the initiates armor blacked out or stealth based so they can sneak in kill get out free prisoners start uprisings in these other areas yeah Without bringing all that back down on the chapter itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because with because of the politics, they have to also navigate those politics of Kamora. Mm-hmm. It's they're very it, the, everything I've had for them is very is very. They have this balancing act of yeah. abominational flesh crafters and politicians, as well as the emperor's chosen the angels of the imperium it's this very balancing act that they have to have Mm -hmm. yeah it's cool i i like it um it kind of got my mind racing for sure i i fucking need to see some minis i can tell you that much i know i've seen some of the whites uh or some of the 
Astartes that you've painted, but man, some of the other cool concepts that we've talked about here, we need minis. It's it's gonna oh god, I'm planning on it. It's just it's gonna take a lot of more money than I have right now because you know, Warhammer is very expensive and it sucks. GW <laughs> make your shit cheaper. It doesn't make sense. Just fucking um, order recast, man. I'm sick of GW and their high prices. They used to be able to get away with it 10 years ago when they had the best minis on the market, but nowadays they don't have that. They can't charge the highest rate on the market. Fuck them. Honestly, uh, well, my thing is, is I'm, I'm planning to, I'm, uh, <laughs> GW, this is a joke, I promise. Um, <laughs> I'm planning to get a printer soon and just start print, yep. printing my own kits. Yep. Uh, because the, if I print my own kits, I learn how to do the modeling. I can take these models, I can cut them, I can make them work to where they don't look so like I don't need to use so much green stuff and shit like that. So sure, sure. that's the yeah, plan. Like, how having. do you make a Space Marine torso with two arms coming out it without it looking super janky? Or yeah, the green stuff. But yeah, if you're printing, yeah, stuff, absolutely. So because it's because I want them to be these like mutated things that exist simply because the concept. I want that city. Yeah. You take that city by any means necessary. So they said, Bang. "Okay, <laughs> these are the We're tools that it. you've given us. We're going to make it happen." Yeah. Yeah. Now they've now logically it'll never happen. Yeah. It is a yeah. it is a it is a mission failed to die, failed to destined to fail. Yeah. Um, but it's a nice little story. I like it. <laughs> it's a nice it's, little story. <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny because it's just like. You know, people are like, whoa, what if there were space marines and, you know, Kimura? And then I can be like, hey. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I got, like, I got it here. <laughs> yeah, it, so, I, there's so many things in here that I yelled and railed against, but you just flip it into the right setting. And then I'm like, oh, fucking <laughs> tight. It, it, see, it helps that I'm a dungeon master as well. That does so help. it, yeah, it, yeah. it <laughs> does help. Yeah. And, like, when I was coming up with their color scheme, I was like, you know, I want to keep the white because the con would have definitely been like, you know, you're keeping the colors of the chapter. You know, mm. this is – these are your parents. This is – you are mine. You are keeping my colors. Yeah, the chapter master is still a white scar even, like. Yeah, so the idea of the purple came from so much in Kimo – like, the Dark Eldar used so much purple that over the time of them having to use this technology, these colors kind of just blended into the everything else they had. Hmm. I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it, it the, became the home that... hardware store in Cormora only has purple spray paint. So there's exactly. Like, what do you fucking do? What do you fucking do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the thing of like we're using what we have and we will yeah. do it until the end. Cool. Like I've got stories planned that I'm gonna write out of for of assaults uh, on other cabals. I have Ooh, stories yeah. of characters I'm gonna write out that were fighting in the pits. Um. I can't remember what the fuck her name is off the top of my head. Uh, the girl that became that became like the fucking Yanine bitch. The uh, Ukraine? Yes, her. Um, she's thrown hands with a couple of them, with a couple of them in the pits. Sure. She, like the because it's my only way of really being able to like connect them into the wider galaxy is having them had these interactions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then you have these kind of characters that then go out into the galaxy and tell like this weird kind of myth rumor of these Astartes and Cormoran. People are like, are you sure about the that? The fuck? Are yeah, and sure? it, nobody will ever believe them, yeah, so yeah. that everybody's like, no, Astartes cannot go to Cormoran. Yeah. And you're telling me that in the amounts of times that the other Astartes have come in, they've never left any behind? Yeah. 
<laughs> so they have, I won't lie, they probably have had some other Astartes join their ranks. Now, that gene seed does not get used because it's that thing of like, you're not a you're not a scourge. So you we will not use your gene seed in this scenario. Upon yeah. your death, do what we can to return your gene seed to your chapter. Cool. So they don't have Chimera Gene Seed. When these others join them, they don't wear their colors. They don't wear their armor. Yeah, yeah. They keep their colors because it's the thing of like I'm not of your chapter, but I am fighting with you. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's it, it makes sense. Like uh they like oh. you said, they, they are loyal loyal almost to a fault to like the Emperor and to Can that they're not using other genes. Even though they're on dire straits, they still aren't quite going that far to for me, Chimeric Gene Seed, it works with some chaos stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, but even then, it's not my favorite thing. Because it to me, it's just like, the you're, th- that's like you're taking, I'm going to take this guy's semen and this guy's semen, I'm going to mix them together and see what happens. Yeah, no, it's yeah. literally what it feels, yeah, I feel it, that's what it feels like to me. Yeah, I, I just doesn't feel right. You know, like, uh, people do Chimeric Gene Seed because they're like, oh, I want the Imperial Fist siege defense experts but then i also wanted them to be aggressive like world eaters and it's just like they want the best try to but you but you don't have to do that though because of the way space marines are you don't have to you can be like you know these are imperial fist you know successor chapter but then they fight similar to the world eaters yeah exactly for fuck's sake look at the black templars those are literally imperial fist successor and you would have never known you would fucking never know. No, exactly. I've always thought that too. It's just like your parent chapter doesn't matter what it is. You don't get those same benefits of the parent chapter. They're no, unless unless you're unless you're a blood angel, then you always have to deal with the black rage and the thirst or, or and like a space wolf successor or whatever. But yeah, I yeah. Know. Well, space wolf successors are, are iffy because I know GW has said they can happen now. Yeah, but they're still so like. Well, like they're Primaris chapters now is the thing. And then, then you get yeah. to the whole like, okay, so now there's this weird Primaris wolf in cup and they've also got to wait. It's nonsense. It's... We don't need to talk about anything that's happened after 7th edition. That GW way. is not the best at writing their own lore. No, no, no. That's why they let the fans do it. Yeah. No, it is crazy. Like I read hundreds of uh, fan submitted stories and it's just like, they're all better than what GW comes out with conceptually wise. I can't say, I can't say total GW is totally bad at writing lore. Um, no, I am mad at what they did with the squats. Cause I like dwarves. Um, yeah. Oh, they did them dirty, man. They yes. came out oh. with a bunch of dwarves that didn't have beard battle axes or booze. And you're just like, what the fuck are we doing here then? Never trust a beardless dwarf. Never trust a beardless dwarf. Well, technically, I think now because of like the all the fantasy lore in just in general, I think it's gone to don't trust a hairless dwarf. Okay. Um, I still prefer the beardless dwarf thing because it's funnier. Yeah, um, yeah. No, you it, never to want, me, it's yeah. funny if you see this like this bitch walking to a bar. She's got massive honkers and a whole ass beard. She's like, I don't know how I should feel right now. Uh, <laughs> Turned on, I think. That's how I feel. <laughs> um, but like I said, they even have. Because uh, you're telling me that there's no there there was no original squads living that the Drukari didn't. You go, oh, that's mine now. Sure. Yeah. So they've got a couple of those guys tossed in there too, because technically they're human. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're abhumans, so they've yeah. got a few of those tossed in the army as well. I think I'm gonna buy some Botan minis, and I'm going to uh, kit bash them into into uh, half marines. Yeah, that would be wild. 
So now you got the even <laughs> shorter Astartes where it's like <laughs> Exactly. Um because that's the thing is I love the idea that these flesh crafters have taken what something that the Mechanicum and even the Imperium would be like, No, you need to be slaughtered for this. Yeah. And now they've just they've built something that other Astartes would have been like, Why couldn't we do this sooner? Because mm. their half marines might be smaller they might not be as strong but they are just as resilient they don't get all the benefits because they're only half a lot of them only have astartes but they they will fight with just as much fervor as any other chapter yeah is the idea that i wanted from them because it's that thing of if you're gonna do something if you're gonna fuck something up fuck it all the way up Uh, (laughs) so that's what i've kind of done with this i I don't know i like motorcycles so i was like hey motorcycle marines do you, do you ride at all or? Ah, uh, sadly I can't right now because I'm kind of broke. Um, oh. I'm planning to get a. I'm planning to get my MCs and everything. Get my and get my bike and. I miss all that very way. few things from Canada, and riding my motorbike is one of them. That's one of the few things that I miss. Uh, my partner's been trying to convince me to move to like Canada or something for a while, but um, don't do it. See, see, I'm what's I'm a good old American, and I like my good old guns, so I'm yep. not gonna. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to go to China, though. That place is a fucking shithole. Don't yeah, go. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I won't. Uh, <laughs> but if is, you got any other, yeah, no, I, I have no other questions. I can't wait to read what else you're kind of going to come up with. If it's going to be more Lexicanum style articles or more narrative driven, we'll see kind of where it goes. I'm excited. Well, like I said, I'm not the best at writing. I won't lie. Um, but I do, I work with what I can. Yeah. So I'm going to try to see what I can do for more stories that I think people will enjoy. Yeah. Uh, many people have heard me scream and rave about chat GPT, you know, like you can write what you want and then just put that in there. It'll clean it up a little bit for you. Give, give you some hints and it'll, it'll increase your writing ability tenfold. Yeah. uh I don't know. I've always been one of those people. Like, I'm just like, I don't like using, you know, robots to do that for me. <laughs> um, if I'm gonna get good at doing something, I'm just gonna figure the fuck out. Fair but enough. I'm gonna have to check that out to Man, see what I can honestly, do. Honestly, like, this is this is the one that blew my mind when I wrote a story. It gave me the feedback. You are not using enough senses. You are only visually describing things. You need to include sights, sounds, and texture. And I'm like, oh fuck! Like I would have never picked that up. That every time I yeah, go into no. room, like, and and that just changed the change completely oh. how I write things now. That uh, you just reminded me about a little bit more tidbit I want to share with about yeah, these guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have their bolters, you know, their bolt pistols and the like, but their primary ranged weapons are not bolt weapons. Their their guard don't primarily use las weapons anymore because they're so old and broken down. They will use a lot of the shuriken weapons that the Drakari use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what they have access to. Yeah, because they've be, taken. It would be interesting, sorry. like uh, so, where where Craft World Eldar Exodites they use like more of that shuriken style. Where Dark Eldar they shoot more like needles and stuff. So oh. it'd be cool to make make like a a needle bolter essentially, where they have that's, like that's on. Um, yeah, yeah, that's on me. I forgot that I. I get I get their weapons mixed up a lot because yeah. I don't fucking like elves. 
<laughs> I really That's why don't. you're in there to kill them all. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't do elves in anything I play. Like, even when I play D&D, I play a tiefling 90% of the time. Okay. Because <laughs> fuck you, demon. I don't care. Um, <laughs> But I don't... Elves are not my favorite thing, because a lot of them... And it, it's very prevalent, even in 40k, even with the Exodites. They're all fucking hoity-toity bastards. Yeah. High and mighty so, hoity-toity bastards. Yeah, so I don't really do elves very much. My hmm. partner likes elves, though, so I don't really... You know... So that's what kind of where I, I'm doing there with it. Uh, yeah, but I like yeah. the idea that they don't really use traditional weapons anymore. Like they yeah. have factories, they make what they can, but bolt technology is very difficult. Yeah. Even though yeah, bolter maintenance fucking... too is extreme. Like yeah, <sighs> you always, yeah, you hear about them always having to do maintenance on them always. So yeah. Like I think the salamanders are some of the only ones who will build their own shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've taken a lot of inspiration from a lot of different chapters for these guys. Some of my favorites, like I love Salamanders, are one of my favorite chapters of all times. And so I've taken that their need to build their own things from that. I've taken yeah. their fervor and loyalty to the Emperor from the fucking Krieg because the Krieg are one of my favorite fucking guard regiments. <laughs> Hans gets the shovel. Um, uh, well, what's nice about your <laughs> army is you can toss a couple Kriegers in there, and no one's going to bat an eye. You can't. <laughs> It's because it's it lorically makes sense. I wanted to <laughs> you be able son to of a bitch, you got me. Yeah, haha. Um, I wanted to be able to do whatever I wanted with these guys. Pretty much when I wrote it out, like I wanted to be able to just be like, you know, I want some Imperial Guard this week. Cool. Do 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 do. Bam. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Because no, he, I, they, I think it a, works. It fucking works. This is, <laughs> these guys are not meant to be played like on the big massive games. These are meant to be kill, played in more kill team style games. Okay. Okay. So which. I won't lie, I'm, I've not played much Warhammer itself because, you know, I don't have fucking 17 hours to set aside most yeah. of the time to play it. You're not missing much. 40K is a broke-ass game, man. Like, it's fun. I believe it. Great, but if it didn't have the lore and the minis, like, the game system. Oh, God. Yeah, very, very cool. Um, Very, very cool. So, before before you, uh, you know, tell me to go fuck myself again... Um, <laughs> I want I want your honest like uh how do you feel about it? You know, pointers, things you would like to see done differently with the chapter, things like that. I love feedback because that just makes me better at doing this. Uh, honestly, I think you I think you hit the nail on the head with the setting of this chapter. Like I said, so many individual things in this lore would have made me rant and rave, but then you put it in <laughs> Cormora, away from everything else, in its own isolated bubble, and I fucking love it all. I love it all. Well, I, I appreciate that. I'm I'm very self-conscious with my writing and we, even with my painting. And so getting as much like just great feedback that I've gotten from you and everybody else is really like it's helped with my like self-esteem with this stuff because yeah. I'm not a very confident person. Hey, man, so, be proud of your be proud of your stuff. Um, It's nice. It's well thought out. I remember like, uh, you know, maybe a month ago or whatever, you're kind of posting some pictures of your models and some ideas and we got into a conversation about jet bikes not existing in 40k, but you know, as I really... read your lore, all of a sudden my qualms with that are are gone because you're like, well, yeah, they scavenged dark elder chat tech, like, yeah, not it's deal. so I'm like, oh, okay, jet bikes, sure, yeah, because I remember bike. you were like, because <laughs> okay. I remember when I was like, just be like, yeah, these are the tidbits I've got here and here, and you're just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was like, yeah. haha, fuck you, you like it now? Um, <laughs> I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah, and. 
that's why you know that's why I ask because it's I want to get better and I want to see how I could build this to be enjoyable not for me only for me because yeah I enjoy what I've written but I want other people to be able to be look at this and, and be like you know what I want to build a, a squad of those yeah yeah you know be able one to of my like proudest fucking moments ever man was uh somebody sent me just through Lorehammer a picture of one of my Imperial night houses, but it was their night and they painted it my heraldry, like, and they painted it exactly how I would have painted my knights. And it was the coolest, most honorific thing. It was just like fucking tight. I've got, I've got a couple of night kit bashes that would just, that would make you want to strangle me. <laughs> oh God. Send pics. DM me them pics. I I've sent, I've, I've sent them into the uh, discord, the, uh, the orc kit bash nights. Oh um, yeah, yeah, seen yeah. Them. yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I know those some people um, because they are very basically like a, a torso leg swap and I like yeah, the one where um, it had the mechanical legs and the orc to torso so it's that. the uh, so what I use for that is the uh, you know like those big ass 40k action figures that they have yeah they have like the sisters of battle the marine the yeah the orc. joy toy I took the orc yeah I took with the orc one and I popped it apart and I took a hacksaw and cut my knight in half which crushed my soul because of how expensive it was <laughs> yeah every and hack I was like, you're like there goes ten bucks ten bucks ten bucks ten bucks <laughs> ten bucks. boom twenty dollars right there um <laughs> and I swapped them and I've kind of been like here and there I'll take some bits and I'll be like dee -dee 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 -dee. I think this looks kind of cool do 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 like um on top of one of them i have a fucking like a makeshift uh turret that i had taken from i think it was uh my daca jet set and my truck set and i had <laughs> smashed into like a makeshift uh turret with a little uh, grot up there with a admech head on him nice because i had a buddy give me some money, a bunch of admech stuff that he never put together so it's just been kind of <laughs> sitting in my bit box i was like yeah this will look fun Doo -doo -doo. and if works. i don't use the bits no one will you know yeah and I can do whatever I want with it works because works are <laughs> as shit as it is. Um, now, anyway, back to the proper topic. The, this is an actual Lorehammer episode. Look at that. It's going fucking all over the place. All over. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this is this has been one of the... This was... I Before I did this, I was not a fan of Space Marines because it's just like, okay, cool. Big dude's a power armor. I could play yeah. Fallout if I want that. <laughs> yeah and they can be they can be pretty bland and uninspiring like it's just like you got you got these super soldiers and the only way to make them seem interesting is they end up acting like children and making like illogical stupid mistakes and you're just like yeah how? Like, that's honestly how? why um why garviel loken from the horse heresy series is one of my favorite characters because he is yeah. intelligent and he everything he does is through the through a logical choice sense you can see why did he make these choices that he made yeah and so that's why he's one of my favorite characters within the setting in general yeah no fantastic character but uh, uh yeah if i mean hey that's that's all i got for you for these guys i'm I sure i'll it. have more stuff Keep written writing. out later at some point yeah uh fantastic work if you guys have stories that you would like to submit, I would love to read them with or without you. Uh, send them to lorehammerpodcasts at gmail.com. And if you enjoy listening to the show and the couple laughs you may or may not have gotten, throw me a dollar on Patreon, Lorehammer Listener Lore. I'll feed my cats with that dollar. They appreciate eating food, I've been told. <laughs> uh, Sublime Stone, thank you for writing and uh, thank you for joining me. Appreciate it. Oh, I'm, I'm sure I'll be back at some point. I'm sure you will. Uh, whether you're sharing more of your your guys or 
talking about somebody else's. Either way, I think you for only being in the in 40k for a year, I think you are so far got a very good grasp of kind of what works, what <sighs> doesn't. There are some rules that you have to listen to, and there are some that you can break. Nah, fuck all them rules. Fuck the rules. Fuck the police. Exactly. <laughs> All right, man. Well, well, thanks for joining me. Yeah. See you guys all on the next episode of Lorehammer Listener War. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Adios. Yeah. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.